So Raya, I, I recently, I had to start up 75 hard again. I had to do it. Um, I said, you know what? I need to get back on. And um, so those of you who don't, don't know what 75 hard is, um, it's really easy. No, let me say simple tasks you got to do every day, but you have to do them every day to complete 75 hard. If you miss a day, technically you don't complete 75 hard. So 75 hard is drink a gallon of water a day, work out twice for 45 minutes, one inside and one outside. You got to take a progress picture. You got to follow a meal plan and you have to read 10 pages of a business book every day. Um, so not like overly hard things, just not every day is easy. And you're like, you get, you have to do that second workout. You're like, ah, oh, crap, it's nine o'clock. Uh, and so anyway, it tests you. But this time I said, you know what? I'm really like a, somebody who, who needs a reason to do things. I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm in the majority of people. That's why Fit in 42, the program is so successful. There's a start and a finish day, right? There's a reason to do something. So I recently added in, right, for 10 minutes a day, I'm, I'm, I'm taking uh, drawing lessons on YouTube. So just 10 minutes. I've been meaning to do this forever. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to add a little skill in there. So 75 days, I'll be able to draw a little cartoony dudes and it's been fun man it's been fun to learn i'm two weeks in and i'm already way better of a drawer dude yeah dude that's awesome 75 hard is great guys if you ever want like a individual discipline challenge do it you know like jared just named it off it's not that hard but it's like can you do it and i love the i love the skills you know yeah. like practicing new skill i feel like we all should do that like always be working on a skill that we want Cause I feel like you get stuck in like the grind of work and all this stuff, but you have all these things you want to do, right? It's like, I want to be better at drawing. I want to play an instrument. And it's yeah. like, it doesn't take that much time. We, right? it's 10 minutes a day that I'm committing and believe me, it's not that hard. I mean, it's not, it's, it is hard to find those 10 minutes. Like, Oh, I got to do that. Like, and it's weird. Cause we have so much time in our day, but that 10 minutes just to, just to, to, but to learn something in 75 days, I'm going to be a, a pretty good drawer, but like, just 10 minutes and like a lot of us even me included i've been meaning to learn how to draw for a long ass time so anyway i'm excited about it keep it up man keep next it up. 75 hard <laughs> electric guitar there we go dude i just oh my god i just want to jam so hard see and like you you were juggling so you already yeah. know how to juggle, juggle. Now you could draw you could you'll be dude. playing guitar oh, see you're catching on hey, 10 minutes a day just equates <laughs> to all this stuff <laughs> all right let's go <laughs> welcome to the fit in 42 life podcast fitness lifestyle community and getting better every day All right, welcome back to the Fit and Forty Two Life Podcast. I'm Jerry Washak. I'm here with I'm here with Ryan McMillan. Ryan, what's up, dude? <laughs> what up, Jerry? What up, Forty Two Universe? Ah, the band's back together. We are back. Ooh. Life in sync. They're uh, having a reunion oh, tour. Are. Oh, do you, you know? hold on. <laughs> Brittany wrote a book. See, Brit did you hear about see this? that? See, all dude. the stuff's coming out. Justin, she's blowing up. Justin, you've heard I about heard this? That, yeah. Justin and her had a baby yeah. or they were going to have a baby. And then Justin said, uh, -uh don't have the baby. And then just, oh man, See, I was like eight, 10 at that time Ooh. when it was, that was a big era. That was Brittany. a huge era. Those things were huge. Brittany? And Brittany. Oh, I, 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 I've thought about this before. I don't know if you have too. think about Taylor Swift right now. Mm -hmm. And Brittany was on almost the Taylor Swift level. 
there's, I look at it and I'm not being a hater or anything like that. I look at it like that's gotta be like a prisoner of your success. Mm -hmm. Like Taylor Swift cannot go to the mall right now or go to, to eat at a restaurant. She can't like, it would shut it down or like Michael Jackson or Britney Spears back in the day. Like, and what is that like, man? Like, I'm not saying like, Oh, poor those people, but I'm just like, I just, I I don't think it's all just the most amazing life ever. I'm just, I I actually have some sympathy for them. Like the little things in life you can't do anymore. You just can't. Yeah, they get to like a presidential level, you know, like you can't do normal people stuff. Hey, that's why a little conspiracy theory. I think oh. like some of these people disappear like they're off. So I think Michael Jackson's not dead. I think, oh. you know, Elvis, too. It's known. Elvis said, I'm tired of playing Elvis. Like they play these characters and the characters get yeah. so big and then it takes over their life. They can't even do normal people stuff, you know, and imagine that like your whole life. That's what you are almost like an act or like a circus animal or something like, I don't know. You just don't have freedom. You got photos everywhere and like your worst angles and they get (laughs) it and then it ends up on, I was like, mother, I I was itching my face and you got me and I look horrible. Now they're like, Oh, he's on meth. Like, no, I was like, you know, like, uh, I'm not, see Swift made it onto the podcast. Like I try to avoid the whole, Oh, that's right. But you can't. Yeah. Like Swifty's taken over the NFL. She, she seems, you know, Shanice said, um, Shanice said she was at stagecoach like one of the first years at like mm. at noon or two or three in the afternoon. And back in the day, she wasn't that good of a singer. Like her voice was like, it, she's a great songwriter, but her, her vocals weren't matching up yet. Shanice says she was booed. And now I don't yeah. believe, I'm not sure Shanice has to, I have to ask her again about this, but it is a fact. She played at uh, stagecoach and like no one was in the audience. Cause when she started, her. she was like predominantly like country, like a, in the I, very beginning, I, I guess yeah. like, well, like that pop country type yeah, of genre figuring but it out. Now she just is like a global superstar. She's, but yeah, I actually, well, I like Taylor. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't she's see, likable. yeah, she's very, seemed like a very genuinely kind person. That's why I, she's I probably I so watched, massive. I think I watched it. She seems relatable Netflix. too, like a, yeah. like a normal yeah, that's what it is. person, you know? Yeah, she's worth a billion dollars, but she's also just, yeah, she, she doesn't come off like, like it, it went to her head. Hopefully yeah. he doesn't, but, um, you know, Taylor, if you ever want to be on the podcast, <laughs> get in line. We have a long line of people get behind Noel. Cause Noel will never, anyway. so we got um, no, Noel, Dulce, Carl, uh, like yeah. we, got a, we got a lineup coming, right? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. So here we go. So, um, today's, today's subject, Rye, uh, I think it's a good one. And here we go. You guys ready? So we wanted to do five. Wanted to have the five habits of highly successful people and what you can learn from them. And they don't have to be like fitness related, like success in life. Like we're not just talking about weight loss or anything like that. We're talking about like, this is the fit in 42 life. And we address your mindset, your, 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 your time management, your, your, your skills, like your whole life in general. And that, that, um, helps in the gym and helps with your health, but your health is, your health is everything, right? It's not just weights and everything. So 
we, we put together five really good ones that we have seen people that we admire, that what they do, the things that we have um, put in our lives that we've seen a great return from. And so sit back and here we go. <laughs> First one, this one I like, self-reflection and as well as self-awareness. And what I mean by that one, Rye, is when you do something, good or bad, do you reflect on it and try to see what maybe the, look at the outcome and how did that go and what this happened in my life and think on it. Why did that happen? Why is this happening in my life? And do I have a, a part in that? Am I the one causing this great stuff or bad stuff in my life? And being aware of it, you can change it. But if you, I, for, I just looked right at my list. I forgot to put no excuses down. Darn it. I'm going <laughs> to add in this one. If you have excuses in your life, now you're not self-aware. You're making excuses. And, you're, and, and, you're, and so what this one is, the most successful people I've seen are deep thinkers. They spend time with themselves and, and, and learning on what, what I need to do to get better what I, what I'm doing good, but what is not serving me and what is serving me and, and constantly ever changing. And so I, I thought this one was a great one to start with. Yeah. The, if you think about high achievers, they're always in a state of reflection, right? And so we're talking about a small group of people that's freaking winning, right? But look at the most of people are failing, but they go through their life living a certain way for a long period of time. And they never look back like, why did I get this outcome? Right. And you have, that's why it's so important to reflect whether you're doing good or bad as time goes on throughout your life, you need to set back. You should plan like every week you should analyze your week, right? Some of us do every day. We analyze our day and we reflect on the day. Like how today go? Did I do my routines? Did I do my, my work at a high level? Did I do all this stuff? And then if day every day you're reflecting and reflecting and reflecting, and you're working on becoming better and improving every single day, you're going to get better results, right? And then if you reflect every single week, you'll be able to see a broader um, time frame of what you've been doing and if you did good or not. But most people are just going very years. Yeah. And they're just in this rut and in this just cycle, this vicious cycle of not getting what they want. And a lot of that, those problems is because they're not looking back at their habits and where they spend their time and things like that. And that's why it's so important uh, and, and why this is a, a big separator between uh, high achievers and people that aren't doing what they want in their life. You know, Ryan, I was... <clears throat> I'm just going to use the example of what you just said. It's really easy to like October. It's October 20th. It was just October 1st yesterday. Where did these last 20 days go? Um, and what I'm doing with the, the 75 hard, for instance, 10 minutes a day for the next 75 days, I'm going to learn how to draw. I'm going to have that skill forever. 75 days is going to come and go. It's gone, but I'm going to have like, so it's so easy to wake up and it's next year already. You're like, oh shit. So there's a great quote. Most people overestimate what they, what they can do in a year. They overestimate. I get all this done. But they really underestimate what they can do in five years. Like, 
it's so hard to think about five years out, but if you just put your head down and do things a little bit each day and like you could do whatever you want to do. But I'm just saying that like, if you are not aware of your, of, of the days and the reflection, this year is going to be gone. And you're going to be like, what? Mm -hmm. I'm in the same spot I was when, and I need it. So just be aware of that guys. Want to go to the second one? Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. I love number two. And I like this one, right? So this one guys, number two is skill acquisition, right? Basically Jerry's doing skill acquisition at the moment, right? With his drawing. And I think like really successful people, high achiever, they're always trying to acquire skills, you know, whether it's uh, in your profession, you're trying to build certain skills up so you could progress in your career or life things like drawing or guitar or certain things you're trying to develop skills, but they're always in a state, high achievers, successful people, always in a state of acquiring skills and improving in certain areas, right? And I, I, I actually, I wonder if I could ever find this chart, but there's a chart about skill acquisition. And mm. basically, guys, think about like the the 10,000 hour rule principle, right? That's really famous out there. Like if you do something for 10,000 hours, you'll become great at it, right? Yeah. But it's proven too in the school, skill acquisition chart is like, if you say you do a hundred hours, right? This is why you should one acquire, try to acquire skills, but track how much time you put into it. Like Jerry's doing it based on time frames too. So when you acquire this, you, know, you pursue the skill like drawing, right? Now, if Jerry puts a hundred hours into drawing, he's going to be not bad you know, at the, drawing. I'll probably be at the top one percent of drawers out there. Like most, like. That's yeah, like you're saying, like that right? most people, I think I thought you were going to go this, but like most skill acquisition, I would say is like when you're like zero to 18, that's when like all your skill acquisition happens. Then like 18 to death, very little mm. skill acquisition because life gets in the way and we're busy and this and that. And we're just, we're just kind of flatlined our, our progress. Just like with reading the average books people read after high school is zero. Most people don't read anything because they're so busy and they're just, I say that with quotes, you guys hear those air quotes, but like, so I think that's just a, it's a, it's a great point. Yeah. And yeah. it's like after put the hours in, Right. So like Jared said, yeah. at 18, most people are done acquiring skills after 18 guys, you guys got to steal till the day you die. Keep trying to get better at certain things. And all it is, is putting time into it, put a hundred hours in a drawing. You'll be better at it. If you put 10,000 hours into guitar, you'll be the, one of the best in the world. You put 20,000 hours into <laughs> anything, you'll be the greatest Slash. of all time. So just think about that. You guys can all acquire any skills if you're willing to put the time into it. It's just proven, right? And don't let that skill acquisition bug die off after 18 years old. It's crazy because people like kind of die out after 18 when school's done, but it's like, dude, Jerry still wants to draw, play guitar, do all this stuff. And like, why can't he? He, he can do it and he's just got to put the time and the effort into it and then he'll get great at it. And that's what I think a lot of people don't get is you can acquire skills. You don't have to be like, this talented person, if you just put the effort in, you'll acquire them. Yeah. Right? You got to want it. Yeah. And I was looking, I'm going to tie this to self-awareness too. Like we all have things we want to get better at. Like, no joke, guys. I am not good at small talk in public settings. I have actually Googled things to talk about 
at parties with people. <laughs> like I, I, I have nothing to say to some people sometimes. I, I told this on the, the, the podcast uh, like a while back, but when I was at the park with this, with Shanice, I was pushing Shanice on, uh, I was pushing Sloan on the swing and, um, and there's this guy next to me pushing his daughter and Shanice was there and Shanice was talking to the guy and Shanice had to go somewhere. And she's like, did you talk to the guy anymore? I'm like, no, I, I didn't know what to say. I had nothing to say to him. She's like, ask him how he's doing. I was like, oh. but like that doesn't come natural to me. I have to actively, I have to actively develop that skill of small talk with people I don't know. If you're in my world, I'll talk to you. If you're at my work, if I'm in front of you, if you see me in the gym, you don't know that, but that's my work. I have to do that to make you guys feel comfortable. So I make, I make the experience better. I could do that, but personally, Jerry, personal life, Jerry, I had to work on a lot of stuff. So like I actively look at myself, like, what don't I like, what I'd like to get better at as a human. And, and like, it doesn't have to be hobbies and stuff, but there are things that we've been meaning to do for so long. We just got to do them. That's like where the 75 heart has been helping me. It just gives me a reason to stop making excuses and just do it. 10 minutes is it. But this could be like, whether your skills of you want to be a, a, a better listener or you want to be better uh, spouse or whatever, listen to audiobooks or whatever, but like skill acquisition is just being self-aware of where am I lacking in myself and where do I need to get better at? And then do that. And that's what those successful people do. They, they are aware enough to say, I kind of suck in that area. I'm great over here, obviously, but there I kind of lack. And what am I going to do about it? Next one. Boom. Daily movement. Come on. Like, you guys, we had to throw one in there. But seriously. Seriously. Um, I was on a hike this morning. And there's this guy. Maybe you guys know. South Palm Desert. And he hikes the cross every morning. He's a Latin fellow. And he goes up there. And I didn't know what he was doing for a while. I saw him a month ago. And he, and he walked by me. He's kind of, it's kind of interesting. He goes, oh, man, people are just always dogging me and... And, I'm, and he just walks by me. I'm like, hey, good morning. And he's like, people always have something to say. I was like, all right, well, man, have a good day. And then, so that passed. And then another, a few weeks, I, I saw a guy on the mountain screaming at 7 a.m. in the morning. I was like, it kind of looks like the guy that was talking. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's why people are staring at him. And then, oh, that's right. The first time I saw him, he's like, I'm just praising the Lord and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, man, well, that's cool. So then I realized a couple more times, every morning at 7 a.m., he, he hikes up to the top of like the cross area and praises God for like a minute or two and yells at the top of his lungs. I'm like, okay. Well, um, that was interesting, and I learned that. But um, I was like, well, good for you, man. And so I saw this guy, and I was just... I, I don't know why I was telling this, tell the story. Do you know why I started telling the story, right? <laughs> Daily movements. Daily Sorry, movement. guys. My first, I'm not editing this out. But it was a really interesting. So I see this guy in my daily movement, and he's going for his daily movement and this. All right. That was an interesting story, guys. All right. <laughs> Fuck. I'm editing that out. Okay. It's all good. All right, it's all, all right. good. You're flowing, baby. Right. Yeah. Should I? God damn it. No, I, I can't say that. All right, we're editing the whole thing out. All right, cut. All right, next one, daily movement. Like, this is obvious. We had to throw this one in there. But daily movement, getting in your steps every day and moving and being and, and just being active. Like, I can't stress this enough. 
oh, that's the story I wanted. We just did this whole cut. <laughs> I started telling this whole story and I had a mind, my mind froze. And I was like, damn it, Ryan, my first time I, <laughs> I froze. But so the guy, I talked to him afterwards. So this guy, so I see him walking by me at 7 a.m. and I'm walking. And he, he starts saying like, oh yeah, I'm praising the Lord and everyone's dogging me and I don't know. And I just, you know, and I was like, okay, good morning, man. I saw him near my house on Pitahaya Street. And then a couple of days go by, maybe a week, I see someone in the far distance on the cross hike screaming at the top of his lungs. And I was like, oh, that's the dude that was saying that. Okay, that's why people are dogging him. And then I saw him this morning. And he's like, yeah, man. I was like, is that you screaming up there? He's like, yeah, every morning I, I praise the God and praise everything. And I was like, oh, that's cool, man. And then he starts telling me, he's like, oh, you're, you're pretty in shape. I'm like, yeah, 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 I am. And he's like, yeah, man, I've been, I've been meaning to get going. I used to be 50 pounds lighter and this, I do hikes every morning. I want to start getting in the gym. And I was like, no better time than today. Let's go, bro. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man. And that, that's usually my answer for everyone. It's like, all right, great. Let's start today. Like, <laughs> so, but that daily movement, like that daily, like I, that's my answer to everybody is like today, let's start. Let's start. Like you need to get it in, get that. Like it needs to be a part of you. If you don't get you and the easiest way I found guys, I need to track things. I need, I need those numbers. And that's why I like, I'm, I'm pretty emphatic on having my phone with me at all times so it tracks my steps mm -hmm. so i can grade my day and my movement i'm going to work out in the gym every day but i i've noticed that i like to get my 10,000 steps in and, and i went i i set the goal like 2022 i averaged like 6800 uh steps a day and then this year i was like well i'll do 8500 i think right now i'm at it's october i'm, I'm at like 9000 so i'm happy about that but i really feel good when I get that 10. Like I, it's funny. I know what an 8,000 step day looks like <laughs> now. I just know, I know what a 10 plus and I get excited if we ever go to like Legoland or Disneyland, I'm like, Oh, it's going to be a 20, <laughs> 24,000 right there. But anyway, like I need to track that daily movement for me. Yeah. You got to get that movement in guys. Like obviously you analyze high achievers, successful people, they're taking care of themselves. And like, we're not saying go to the gym. It's just moving your body And 10,000 steps is a great marker, you know, and just get be aware of it every single day of like your physical movement and physical capabilities and push yourself. Right. Um, there's some things too, like even like, so let me take a different angle too. So it's like, yes, you got to walk, you got to do certain things. But a lot of people are like, you know, I work a lot, I do certain things like that. So you have to kind of like, can you blend it into your life too, as far as getting movement? And what I mean is like, can you buy like a, a they have like now like biking um, desk, like literally like a desk where you bike. They also have portable, like literally like portable uh, treadmills, not like the big bulky ones for like five grand. They have some for like 200 bucks that literally fit in the corner of your room. And when you're like watching a TV show, you could jump on and just get your movement in, in your house. Right. So you got to be aware of it. Like, yes, you could get a walk, but can you put a little treadmill in your office? Can you do certain things to incorporate movement into your lifestyle and that's really what you want is to have a lifestyle where there's a lot of movement and there's even studies that show that sitting is worse than smoking cigarettes right 
Why? Because people aren't just moving. Like all we're asking is to walk and just be active and on your feet throughout the day. And you'll have profound changes in your entire body um, all around. So just find those ways to move your body, guys, whether it's hikes, whether it's walks or getting certain pieces of equipment in your house, in your offices, just to make it a part of your life. Right. There's no excuse um, to not get 10,000 steps in every single day. I was listening to Ed Milet. And he said, um, I'm trying to pull up the, the episode so you guys can listen to it. Where is it? It was in one of his latest ones. It was, oh, yeah. Uh, it was Revolutionary Secrets to Living Longer with Ga- Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. And they were talking about, like, walking. How people are like, oh, I exercise, I walk. And I've always said this. I never heard anyone else say it, so I was happy. He's like, Walking is what we do. We're, mm-hmm. we're humans. We walk like most people are walking to at a, a slow pace. The heart rate's not getting up. They're just kind of walking from here to there. If you're like speed walking with weights and all that stuff, then that's like more of an exercise. We're telling you just to move right now and like walk at the 10,000 steps and be active because it's if you're doing that, your, your brain's flowing, your body's flowing. And we're like, we're, we're, we're just doing better for our body, our muscles, our, our, our ligaments, our, our, our back getting up. And st- I love what Ryan said about the, the, I used to have a standing desk. I sold it. I need to get it back, but, um, sold it after COVID, but like walking on a treadmill, like those biking when you're sitting, uh, just all that stuff adds up. And I want you guys to be like, like relentless in like, like getting your movement. Like there's no rest days. There's no rest days from your 10,000 steps. Mm-hmm. Like that's not even a, a negotiable. You have to, those 10,000 or 8,000 or whatever you're doing, add a few thousand to that. Like, but I'm just saying like, there's no rest days. You didn't get it in. You need to like, it's so good for you for so many different reasons, but it's not our exercise of the day. Like, like mm-hmm. I like, I just want you to run to hear Ed, my let's say that and get pretty, pretty uh animated i was like yes exactly <laughs> like like oh i walk my dog yeah come on bro your dog like i know how that goes the dog's usually just sniffing around you're taking a break you go like that's that those count for your steps but like come on um you want to take the next one right yeah guys so the next one we got is purpose right meaningful work so you, like when you wake up, I think purpose, shit, it might be number one on there. Like uh, you got to wake up every day and know the reason why you're getting up, you know, and what you're fighting for and what you're working towards. And if you wake up every day and you know your purpose, right, whether it's your work and maybe that's your purpose, you're helping people, you're contributing to the world, whatever it is, maybe you wake up for your spouse, you know, and your kids and your family, but you got to find purpose that's going to drive you. Right. And you got to wake up and you got to feel purpose and hope in your heart. And that's going to move you forward every single day, you know, but it's proven like people that don't have purpose die way younger. Right. Some people like in their sixties and stuff, very young because they, they don't wake up and have something that they're striving for. And that's proven just having purpose keeps people living longer because that's the driving force of their life. Right. So it's very important for all of us to find things that are super meaningful for us 
and channel our energy into those things because it's going to make us healthier. It's going to make us live longer. It's going to make us happier. It's going to make us have, make an impact. And you have to find that, right? And there's, it's crazy because there is a lot of depression in the world and stuff. And you could say it's because people don't have purpose, you know, and they, they wake up and they feel like they're just popping up for no reason. And that's the got to be the worst feeling to have, you know, so you have to intentionally seek out your purpose and find that within yourself and you'll have big benefits, right? But all successful people, high achievers, they they know their purpose, they know why they wake up every single day, right? And that's what drives them every single day. So you got to find yours as well. Yeah. So the part of that with meaningful work, like I get like, uh, we're lucky, Ryan and I are super lucky. We get to, we love what we do and we get to every day. We're like energized to come in and move the needle for the company and, and with our staff. And so there's so much, um, there's so much good feelings we get out of our careers. And we're aware that, that's not always the case with people. Sometimes you have to make sacrifices and you can't leave your job at the moment that you hate and it like totally stresses you out and it's just, it's like an anchor on you, but you can't. And, and that's just the, the season you're in in life right now. I hope that you guys get to do something for money that you get paid for, that you love and that energizes you and that you get to really experience happiness that you're with what you're doing for your career that you spent a lot of time of your life doing. But maybe that's not the case right now. Maybe you can't change anything at this moment for whatever reason. And you're, you have a plan, but it's just not at this very moment. Well, I hope that you guys could search for something to work on in your off hours that gives you fire that maybe it's building something maybe it's working on something maybe it's it's your your writing or your creating or you're building something in your yard or whatever something that's that's meaningful to you that that gets you excited that you gives you pride and and it 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 gives you happiness and because ideally it, it's it's what you do eight hours plus a day that you get paid for. But if not, in the meantime, search for something. And um, I really feel you get a lot of happiness from that because I can only speak from experience that I get so much gratitude from this career helping people. But now it's not like I don't see clients anymore and I haven't for quite, quite a few years. So I used to get that daily. I used to talk to members and I would hear members have, you know, breakthroughs with how they feel about themselves and, and their, their own confidence or their own weight loss or their just overall happiness. I would get that on the daily. And that was like, Oh my God, it's amazing. It's worth getting up at 4am and leaving at 7pm and sleeping in the middle of the day. And cause it was so worth it. And then I moved out of the trainer area to now like management. And I see, I get to see it from, I get to see all the clients from afar and, and the happiness and the posts on social media. But now I get to work with the staff and, and change their lives and, and, and really aim to make them better. And how do I, how do I, um, how do I do good in their lives? And 
So it's a, it's a pretty special um, trajectory of career that I've had, but I, I just want you guys to not settle for in life for things that are making you unhappy. And I, but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely um, not naive enough. And I just sound like proper English, but I'm, I, I understand that we're in, sometimes we're in, um, we're in a, uh, predicament that we can't get out of at the very in the short term but have a plan have a plan like there is happiness out there in your in your career and your jobs yeah and it's like man there's some some people out there they you know they have a, a nine to five job and that pays the bills and then on the weekend they are coaching their kids or they're like yes. you know they're oh. they volunteer and they love their life Right. And they wouldn't change it because guess what? Like the, the job pays the bills and all that, but their yeah. purpose and their meaning comes from the, what they do with the children. Right. So everyone can find that, you know, and then, uh, I know Jared just read the book, man's search for meaning, you know, and that's a big one on purpose too, you know, and, uh, that, that's, that's about Holocaust survivors and the people that survived, you know, those events, a lot of them had a deep purpose and that's why yeah. they were able to endure the pain and the struggle and the difficulty of that circumstance and to get through it was the mindset behind it is like they had their purpose and their family and they knew why they were getting up every day and battling forward so that's a deep book to read and there's another Did book you read it I've read it before. Oh, yeah, I've I read just it gave before. it to you. I know. I've read give it, it back. <laughs> it's a gift, right? <laughs> You're like, oh, thanks. I actually, it's funny. I don't even have the hard copy, so it's great. Oh. I, I've, I've listened to it. And I, I don't even know. I, I read it a long time ago, you know? So what you're talking about, the story was really interesting. The guy in that book, um, he wrote a book, but it was destroyed, like, right when he got into um, the, the, the camp. And so his purpose was... I want to survive to write that book and get it back out there. And like, that was on his mind mm -hmm. because back then you didn't really know if your family was even around. So it wasn't all the, I gotta get back to my family, but the crazy part of that book was the, they were so excited to get out of the concentration camp, but life outside of the concentration camp wasn't the same life anymore because now you, you might've survived. Like, yes, I'm out of this hellhole, but now I don't have any of my family. Mm -hmm. I have this, where am I living? What's my job? Like, so there was a whole set of issues that they had to deal with afterwards that you wouldn't think about. You're just trying to survive. And now, Oh dude, what a deep book. Yeah. That what, book is yeah. incredible. I highly yeah. recommend that to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, side note, you were talking about coaching on the weekends. Mm -hmm. We got a big soccer game tomorrow. All day. The starfish <laughs> are taking on the pupfish, <laughs> and David teaches the pup, coaches the pupfish. Oh, I'm the starfish coach. So the we're game dueling. On. We're dueling. Yeah, oh, dude, his team this is, is the good. Best, his bro. team this is good the... too. Dude, um, it's like you guys have franchises. <laughs> it's like you have a professional <laughs> sports team. You own them, and you're gonna battle them out. Oh right yeah, now. this oh, is freaking incredible. <laughs> So, um, so anyway, I'll this let is you know, like for all bragging yeah. rights right here. Well, hold on. My girls are, <laughs> <laughs> did we have a girl on our team? We're on game seven this week. So six straight weeks, she comes and she cries the whole time <laughs> and her, she brings, it's a, it's a Mexican family. There's like seven of them, the whole family, aunts, uncles, mom, dad, grandparents, they all come and this poor girl just cries, <laughs> but 
I had, I actually told the parents, I admire you guys because it's really, you, after week one, you could have just said, screw this, she doesn't want to do it. But they keep bringing her to like prove a point. Like, we've signed up for this. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so the girl's so sweet too. She's just scared. I'm trying so hard to like Dang. break through. I'm trying every trick I got. It's not working. But anyway. Watch her be the one that becomes like a freaking legend soccer oh, I, player. I told huh? Shanice the story today. <laughs> I told Shanice the story. I go... I have the storyline for this game tomorrow. I said, it's a tie game. Sloan scored all the goals so far, but Sloan hurts her knee. At the, and the, there's two minutes left, and Sloan's limping. Then all of a sudden, Evelyn, first time all <laughs> season, comes out of nowhere and scores the game-winning <laughs> goal, and everyone carries her up. She's just like, really? That would, That's be epic. that would be epic. <laughs> the girl that hasn't played a minute because she's been crying, scores a winning goal and celebrates. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll check back in next week. Guys. She's carried off. Yeah. So, all right. So, last one. I really like this one. Open-mindedness. Oh, man. And it goes along with this, this quote. I've said this before, but it's so good. Strong beliefs held loosely. So, that means like the most successful people. They are... They are self-aware, right? To say, you know what? I know a lot of things. I don't know everything, but I really believe in my skill sets and what I know and what I learned and all this. But if you come to me, I'm open-minded to listen to you. And if your solution seems like a better solution than what I do or have been doing, I will take that in and decide whether I should now believe this or do this new thing or do it that way. Like the worst thing that you could ever say in business is this is the way we've always done it. That's the way mm-hmm. we're going to continue to do it. And that's like, that, that's when you know you're going down because things change. People change. Times change. This change. And so like you have to look at things and say, be open-minded enough because I think people get their egos in the way. And ego is a thing too, like holds us back. Being like, oh, it's, I, I do this. It, this works, and this is fine. And like, but being, being open minded to be like, I do like this, but your way seems interesting. You're getting some great results over there, so I'm going to be open minded to hear what you have to say and be open minded to change. You know, so I like that one. Yeah, and I, I think it, this one reminds me of like the growth mindset. It's a mindset just to always be willing to grow, always be open-minded, be open to any idea, anything that's going to improve you, you have to allow into your life, you know, and you do see a lot of people, you know, they go through their life and they're closed-minded, they don't let anything in, so they never change and their life never improves, you know, it's like my personal life, I have a ton of habits and a ton of things that I do in my life, but if someone comes and tells me, hey, this thing's better, I'm like, uh, yeah, boom. And I'll take something out immediately to improve my personal self. If something with the business, well, yeah, we're doing our thing and stuff. But if someone has a great idea, it's like, that's an incredible idea. And this could improve. And then guess what? Boom, we change it. You know, if someone comes up to me and tells me about, you know, a parenting, something to do with parenting, and I'm like, man, I should try that, you know, and do it. Yeah. I'm willing to implement it. Anything that's going to make, you know, me better as a parent or in, in my marriage or whatever, you have to have that open mindedness in order to keep getting better and seeing all those aspects of your life improve. But that's what you see is most people are closed minded 
right? So they're not willing to change. They're stuck at who they are. And so they keep getting the same results, right? Of what they've always gotten. But you got to have that open-mindedness to yourself and, and be willing to change and be willing to grow and willing to improve. And that's by having an open mind and taking everything in and learning and then improving yourself. Yeah. These all, all five of these really play off of each other and they, they're all related. And so that's what we got today. That's what we got guys. We got it. I, hopefully you liked it. I liked it. And, um, I think the the overall theme of this is being a constant state of change, Mm -hmm. constant state of like, just be, accepting of yourself and love yourself and um, and be happy but also know that growth is something that always happens and 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 we got to constantly try to be a better version of ourselves for the people around us and ourselves and man there's there's just so much there's so much going on in the world <laughs> and like just to I, I just to sharpen our toolbox and to sharpen our skill sets and just become as try to be the best, try to be the best husband. Like you said, try to be the best parent. trying to just continuously. Cause there's so much out there. Believe me, Shanice sends me a parenting video at least once a day. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, here we go. And I, was like, I don't know about this one. Shanice. <laughs> and some are good. I'm, but I'm like, I watch them. I'm like, no, nope, that I don't like that Shanice or yeah, that's interesting. Or, but, um, I don't know. I've, I thought it was a good episode, right? It was great, guys. And just, you know, remember, guys, like, these are five habits. There's tons of habits out there. There's so many, you know. These are very important ones, definitely key ones, that if I had a tier system, they'd definitely be at the top. But I think, like, it's just look at your life, analyze your habits, and just are they improving you? Are they making you better? You know, and these are five that you could implement, you know, but just look at your life, look at your habits, look at what you do on a day-to-day, a weekly, a monthly, a yearly basis, and just make sure there are things just making you better, you know, and anything that's not um, pushing you forward, any any poor habits, try to, try to replace them with other ones and better ones and just trying to do what other high achievers do successful people do, you know, in their lives, happy people, right? You want to mimic that type of stuff. And these five things are, uh, you know, if you look at, at a broad spectrum, most people that are successful, happy, fulfilled, making an impact, they have these five things. So definitely uh, take the time to implement them into your life and understand them. Serious question. It's October 20th. What are you going to be for Halloween? Um, I'm actually breaking bad. Like I have a science out like outfit. <laughs> I look like, well, I guess I, I'm a drug dealer, it, but nice. it looks like a science. It's a, it's breaking bad. So from, uh, I love that show. Where would you rate shows. breaking bad on, on, on top? Do you think it's in the top three of all time shows? There's so many shows, you know, I'd say top five. You know, it it depends on what you like, though, too. Like, I like stuff like that, like Breaking Bad, anything drug dealing that has like an entrepreneur blend in there. I like that a lot. Yeah. You know, for me, I like like Mad Men. I like Peaky Blinders. I like like so. Did you see The Wire yet? I've never seen The Wire. I just finished The Wire six seasons, man. It was a grind. But uh, (laughs) it's on uh, HBO Max. Yeah. But it's really good. It was like in like 2003, four or five. It's really good. Drug dealing. All about boss. No, it's all about... um, Baltimore, dude, what a what a rough area. Yeah, yeah, Jeez, Baltimore's man, wild, super rough. So that was great. Um, 
Yeah, we're watching 1883 right now. We just finished 1923. It was okay. The Yellowstone. Yeah, uh, 1883 is really good. Dude, you guys, you guys got to watch 1883 because, um, dude, it, they're traveling from, from like Fort Worth, Texas to Oregon. And it is like, I'm like wagons. They're like sitting ducks. Everyone's wow. trying to steal everything you have. Everyone's trying to kill you. The, the weather's trying to kill you. The rivers are trying to kill you. The people are trying to kill you. It's, it's crazy. It's freaking crazy. And like, whoa, that was, that was like 150 years ago Dang. or something. Like not even like that. That's crazy to think about. Like yeah. how sh- like yes. short. Uh, so short of a period I was telling Shanice, was. it's like Shanice's grandma died when she was 90, maybe like five years ago or something. But that was like, I'm like, Shanice, that's like your grandma's mom. Mm-hmm. She was like living in that. Grandma's mom. It was like 140 years. That's nuts. Crazy. Um, I'm going to be um, Ariel's dad. It was a King Triton maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Sloan's going to be uh, Ariel. Shanice is trying to decide whether she's going to be the fish Ursula or uh, the crab. So I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, it'll be fun. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll see you next week. All right, guys. Take care. See you. Guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Fit and 42 Life. You know, we all have people in our lives that we really want to help change, but they just don't listen to us. But maybe you can send them this episode And that would be all they need to help change and really make an impact on them. You know, thank you so much for all the support we've been getting from you guys. And remember, keep living the Fit and 42 life.